Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. From Cedarburg Public Library Radio. I wasn't quite ready. Here we go. You not quite ready? News check. Check. Here's check. Here's check. Okay, fantastic. Live. Oh, I like that. Let's not do that. There we go. Live <laughs> from Zoom in the Cedarburg Public Library in Swamico, Wisconsin. It's the Jack Henke Show. 56 minutes of radio jacularity and four minutes of commercials coming to you every week at this time. Our show is made possible today by the Java House on Washington Avenue. Charming atmosphere, lovely conversations, caffeinating Cedarburg since 1992. We also received the kind support of Mr. Bob's Under the Bridge, fostering a community of dignity, compassion, and friendship by providing basic necessities such as clothing and hygiene products to the homeless and those who need support in Milwaukee and the surrounding community. Jack's wonderful guests today are singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist Wade Fernandez and writer, actor, and now podcaster Beth Albright will be here as well to tell us about her new podcasting ventures and more. So Social media master, Laurel Cation is also here manning the virtual switchboard. And little old me, I'm Jeff Messerman. Now your host in mine, a man who, when asked about the difference between ignorance and apathy, replied, I don't know and I don't care. Jack Henke. There, there we go. go. You there, Jack? I think okay. your intro should go a little longer. We, we only have 56 more minutes. We've got plenty of time. We have so much business to do. <laughs> yes, we do. You have business, all right. I don't know about you may be old, but you ain't little. Little old you doesn't fit. And you're unshaven, for God's sakes. Show up. What you know, is this? this is what I call my COVID face. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get away with it. He slurps coffee. From the Java House. From the Java House. Uh, you got to get Laurel next time. Darn it. Just, nope, oh, there we go. Nope, she's got something. All right. Got something, but it's not, yeah. you know, we'll yeah, lose it. It's homebrewed Java House coffee. Excellent. Homebrewed. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Well, you do live with a barista. So. I, yeah, there's some benefits there. <laughs> I would think. <laughs> Speaking of the Java House, they have tons of gift baskets, custom gift baskets they're doing. And they also, the Java House would like to announce two new dealios. And they ah. are, uh, they're now serving Lakeside Cookie Company cookies. They're oh. homemade cookies right here in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. They're in the settlement. 
Oh, I've, I'm I'm friends with them on Facebook. I follow them anyway. I, right away, yeah. when I thought there was a new new baked goods in town. I friends baked them goods. Yes. No one says baked goods. <laughs> I've been watching some old film strips. Old part, no, old, old film strips. <laughs> I kind of reset myself a little. Bit. You probably wrote the scripts for the old film strips back in the day. I would have loved that job. <laughs> also, the Java House is starting a hot new partnership with the Cedarburg Art Museum at tonight's festive Friday Eve in downtown Hooterburg. The Art Museum is a must-stop tonight as they are picking up the tab so everyone can enjoy free hot chocolate and free hot apple cider made by the Java House in the back out back on their I think they call it a patio. What do they call it? The, the beer garden back there? The beer, it's the beer garden and the it's, off-season. Now it's now it's hot chocolate and <laughs> hot cider garden. Yes. They have stuff going on back there too. The Cedarburg Art Museum is a nonprofit that supports local businesses and the vibrant art scene in downtown Cedarburg. Have you have you guys made it down for the festive Friday eves yet? I, you you did you missed it again, Laurel. Have you been down there? No, yeah, I've heard about it though from my oh. daughter when she was working at the it's, job house. It's, it's really cool. They got the luminaries all up and down the street. They got people socially distanced outside, singing muffled Christmas carols through their masks. Masks, yes. It, it, it's they've never sounded better. You know, my favorite one is "Oh come all you faithful." <laughs> oh, you got a faceful? Yes. <laughs> oh Although. shit, I got a faceful. Um, and, and speaking of the festive Friday eves, it's been a restive week, so make it festive. Get out to Mel's. Mel's is uh, sponsor is having a tent outside of the settlement. They're selling brats, burgers, beers, refreshments all outside. And it all goes to charities. What's made here stays here. I love all those things. Very brats, cool. burgers, beers, refreshments, That's hot cool. apple cider, hot chocolate. <laughs> Peterburg is an awesome community. Doing well. It Absolutely. is. It, it certainly can be. So excellent. So what? Yeah. So we got well, a big. What's going on? We, got, we got a big deal today. What time? We do. Is, we... What time's the first guest arriving? Both guests are currently in the waiting room. Oh, um, wow. Like I said, I spread out some magazines for them and uh, you know highlights. Uh, good <laughs> housekeeping. Gonna, oh, yeah. yeah, good. Not yeah, yours. They have some. They have some Java house. <laughs> yes. I'm Virtually, sure. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The green room is pretty green today. So, uh, <laughs> but this should Excellent. be good. Yeah, but we have uh, people from all different parts of the country, which is rare for us. Usually we have to fly people in. <laughs> We've never done that, <laughs> not, but that's, not anymore. <laughs> no. we can zoom them in. Yeah, absolutely. We can zoom them in. So that's, uh, you know, one of the cool benefits of doing the show on zoom. Like we do. It's a big day. I, because of the guests uh, coming from so far away, I, I wore my black tie optional tie dye that I wore, I save for the holidays usually. It's my thing, we Thanksgiving dinner, it was a big hit. Um, I see yeah. some Thanksgiving dinner still on it there. Uh, well, there I got it's so very damn mad at myself. I, pumpkin pie, God darn it, a little <laughs> bit of orange right there, like shit. Sure. But, it's nice man. to be able to have leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> or so, wear them. But, <laughs> yes, yeah, mm. <laughs> looks good. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> yes, people talking for good reason. <laughs> so. This is a big this is a big day. I think so. It's it's our first show when we're out of National Serial Killer Month. <laughs> we're, we're we both survived the, it. I like we're that. We're out of the month where more serial killers are born than any other month and we're in December. All right. Can you believe it's December? I'm starting to believe. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you're not of that faith you That's, can't believe it that is true that is true I, uh, when, you, when, when, when do you uh, torch light take the torch to the candles uh we begin to put our housing uh in jeopardy uh on december 10th december and 10th. by december 18th when we're using eight candles is that's when usually at least one or two jewish households go up <laughs> you know yeah. um, you got it from, from the inside not from people throwing <laughs> Uh, Molotov cocktails. You got to babysit the menorah, folks. Uh, you can't just light it up and then go watch the end of Seinfeld. You got what, what is the <laughs> seriously? What does the menorah represent? What is the story behind it? Um, can I get back to you next week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a idiot. Oh You're a idiot who doesn't know the Yiddish. I haven't oh been to Sunday school since like 1983, man. Oh my what God, I'm you know what day it's on. 1983. Absolutely. You're busy writing old film strips to get your kids to 
synagogue for God. They, no, they they're totally on top of that. They're parochially, you know, educated. I I'm I'm a product of multiple public schools. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Enough. Enough. Uh, so you know, in um, anticipation for you talking about the fact that you know we're we're surviving various national days and national months, I found a website called the National Day Calendar. It's nationaldaycalendar.com, and these people don't ruin it for me. It seems to be their job. No, I won't. I won't spoil any days for you. I'll let you investigate your, on your own. But um, they keep track of nearly one thousand five hundred national days, national weeks, and national months. There are so many days; it's crazy. It's out of control. You can actually register for a national day, week, or month. So I'm wondering when we can get going on National Jack Henke Show Day. Hmm, that would be December 32nd. That'll be the day. Very good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, not too sure about your mathematics there, Jack. Uh, but that's fine. Um, so anyway, uh, head on over there, national calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com. And I think Oh, today, don't. Or don't. No, uh, we went no, to rely we'll on just us. use that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What are you Everyone doing? Stay away from that website. Everybody, the suspense will be ruined. Full of spam. Um, I got a couple because we okay. had such a busy show. But did you yeah. know that Almanacs predict that if snow falls on Christmas Day, Easter will be warm and sunny. You ever hear that one before? I did not hear that. That's a well, You don't even know your own no, both of religion. Those. What the hell do you know about almanacs? <laughs> what if did you snows, ever hear that one before? What if it snows on Shavuos? <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. I think, which I think, to have man, a mask on I think Shavuos that. is somewhere in like August, so that would be really bad. That would be problematic. So, yes. December 28th is considered the luckiest day of the year. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you made it through Christmas. You don't, have to, you don't have to worry about New Year's yet. And ancient folk folklore. Now, this is your times. Ancient folklore. This is good for you, yes. bulldog. Forest animals have the ability to speak in human languages on Christmas Eve. Maybe uh, that. Is maybe that. that maybe that describes. Well, <laughs> depends on whose punch you're drinking. I, guess. <laughs> I see. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, well, that makes all well, those Christmas uh, specials that have the talking animals. They were probably yeah. at Christmas Eve. Yeah, absolutely. Rankin Bass. Famous <laughs> birthdays in December. Walt yep. Disney. Oh, that's big. Frank Sinatra. That's bigger. <laughs> bigger than Walt Disney. Frank will want it that, that way. That, that, that'll that'll be our question. Instead of cr crunchy or creamy, we're going to ask people if they like Frank. Who's, who's bigger, Walt or Frank? And Sammy Davis Jr. Now that's quite a wow triumvirate. Got uh, one one half of the brat pack of the rat pack there. Yeah, tragically, we've already missed National Pie Day on the first and National Fritter Day. I don't know if I've ever had a fritter. I've had a fritter. I've had multiple fritters. I fritter with the best of them. <laughs> at, at, one, at one sitting. Don't fret. Don't fret. I frittered. Is it National Pie Day, March fourteenth? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Depends on what website you're looking for. Don't, don't start any trouble here. <laughs> Someone just threw a wrench in the <laughs> Leave it to the social media manager. Someone just busted. It's on March 14th. We didn't miss it. Asshole. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a different kind of pie. Maybe like that's, you know, I mean, meringue yeah. only or something. Like yeah. uh, <laughs> well, it's fruit. What do they say in Michael? Either fruit pie or uh, the cream pie. Yes. Which one, which, which, which one would you say? Between fruit and cream? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, boy, I cream. will always opt cream. for what French cream. What cream, I would opt for a French silk type thing. Pumpkin. Meaning, yeah. Pumpkin. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Pumpkin's a cream pie. It's a fruit. Pumpkin is a fruit. Ooh, see. Yeah, but it's made with cream. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not pumpkin cream pie it's pumpkin pie thus the apple cream pie i don't know yes. <laughs> <laughs> lemon cream pie i've heard of that's that was last week too i'll look for a film strip on all this we'll get we'll get educated don't worry <laughs> today is national cookie day that's accurate. That's what the national website told me. So you are, you are. Oh, wow. You you trust corroboration. The, yeah, you trust a website you've never seen before. <laughs> these people Instead are into me, I'm, And you know my record of being right. <laughs> these, uh, these people are into this. Let me tell you, if you go to the website, you'll see that these are okay, all. Okay, Smarty, what's yeah. tomorrow? Don't look. Now, uh, I have no idea. Laurel, don't look. 
<laughs> I'm looking at a bird feeder I, I, out I my window. <laughs> he's, like, he's watching the birds. <laughs> I, I hope I hope you don't see. I hope not to see you tomorrow on this day, Bulldog. It's okay. National Bathtub Party Day. A party in the tub? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I get. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to erase that. Wow. Yeah. I better get. I better get cracking. <laughs> yeah, get cracking. You get cracking, all right, buddy. I have to tell the kids to clean the tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Before and after you enter. Oh boy! <laughs> here, here, Laurel sent a message for you. You ignorant. I saw that, and she. I'll read it. At least you, at me least, out. All right. At least you go. can read it and sound smart. All from right. Laurel Cation. The seven lamps allude to the branches of human knowledge, represented by the six lamps inclined uh, toward, inwards towards and symbolically guided by the light of God, represented by the central lamp. I didn't understand any of that. The menorah also symbolizes the creation of seven days, with the center light representing the Sabbath. That's my Larry David. That basically. Wow, <laughs> you really are an idiot. Oh God! I knew all of that. I just didn't know how to articulate it appropriately. <laughs> 40, 40 days in the desert doesn't sound. Forty years, whatever it was, doesn't sound too bad. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. We wandered. No way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we. And you're here. We made it. It was when we had to wander across the ocean that was really problematic. Take another century. <laughs> Do a better job. Find somewhere it's warm in the winter. That's right. Oh, God. The fun never ended. Uh, so, yeah, good stuff. We got. Um, what else we got cooking today? A, a serious note. Yes. One of our dear friends and truly a local landmark in Cedarburg, uh, Jim Coots passed away this no. past Monday. He was uh, very involved with the community. Very, I mean, it's, you see the, Lisa Curtis did a great job with the story about him in the, in the news graphic, but he was, he was into everything. He was so involved. You had him as a teacher and he didn't flunk you. I know that's yeah. uh, he was a at history Homestead. teacher at Homestead. Yeah. He was a history in your, teacher in, in your one semester before you got expelled from there. It was uh, the march <laughs> up to uh, my walking papers. Yes. But uh, the, um, <laughs> no, he was a terrific teacher. He's one of those great history teachers that he would come in with um, a distinct, you know, syllabus and we were ready to go and he had the day completely planned out. And all you had to do is raise your hand and say, so what do you think about uh, the current state of politics? Nothing. No, we wouldn't touch the material for weeks. He, <laughs> he, would just, he was one of those great teachers that you could just divert. And But it was always compelling. I mean, it was just, it was a great, uh, that was the, that was the good stuff. That was the stuff you actually learned. So, um, and of course he was so involved in Cedarburg that he wanted to just like becoming mayor. Well, <laughs> so there was he, that. <laughs> I, he, uh, I worked on his campaign to get him elected to the mayor. He was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he had a great. His, you know, the, the guy before him was a negative guy and the guy behind him was a uh, rhymes with liar um, <laughs> appropriately. Uh -huh. um, and he was nasty, is yeah. nasty. Um, but uh, Jim Coots was such a nice guy. Our, our campaign slogan was positively Coots. Just nice. positive, you know, I mean, simple. And he was, yeah. he was such a positive guy. He loved yeah. the area. He wanted to do the right thing. And he got elected in a landslide and, and, Served two terms. I wish he would have stayed for three. Yeah, but he didn't. He had he had other things to do. He was involved in so many other things. Absolutely. But uh, I, what, I what years were that? Uh, like ninety nine to two thousand and three, approximately. Um, I saw it in the in the paper, but I I think that's about right though. He was Somewhere such a nice guy. Yeah, and he, um, in fact, I got. Believe it or not, I was, I don't just pull your leg, Bulldog. I was giving him the business when, back when I had a column. I, I would mention him in a column and I'd see him and he'd say, don't mention me in another column because I was always making fun of him in a good hearted way. And uh, so the, the next time, the ne very next column I put at the very end, it had nothing, the whole column had nothing to do with him. But it, the last, last line of the column was uh, his honor, Mayor Jim Coots, specifically ordered me not to mention him today. So here you go. Jim Coots. <laughs> he came up to me and he went, I said, don't say it. <laughs> anyway. And, and, uh, I didn't know his first wife Lee that well. Um, but I, I know his, uh, widow, uh, Carol 
and she is wonderful too. They're, mm-hmm. They are, they were like Cedarberg's first couple. They were always involved and helping and positive. Yeah. It's, it's a loss. He was in uh, Rotary too with you, yep. was he not? Yeah. Yep. He was in Rotary. He was in, God, name something he wasn't in. He yeah. was in the fire department <laughs> raising money. He was all, yeah. he was all over the place all the time. Just yeah. a great, just a great guy, a gentle giant. So giant is right. Yeah. He was very, uh, I remember first day in his class, uh, immediate intimidation. <laughs> like I may have to behave in this class. <laughs> so. yeah. He was a referee. I remember I played football. I didn't know him. He was a teacher at your school. I was in Cedarburg and there was no way you were getting away with anything with him there. It was all by the book. Oh, yeah. It was all like, mm-hmm. yep, no, no boys. No, 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 don't do that. So I, I really will miss him. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. It's unfortunate uh, with the pandemic that they're not having a big celebration right now Absolutely. of his life, but they'll, they'll get to that. But uh, what a great guy. He had two sons who are nice people um, and give to their communities as well. So just a good all around guy. Yeah. Big loss. Definitely. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, we um, to keep things moving at a good clip because we do have a busy show today. Uh, we are going to move on to a commercial break for those of you listening on the radio to the broadcast, which is after the fact. And we'll be here staying here on Zoom, of course. And we'll be back after this. It's the Jack Henke Show on National Cookie Day. <laughs> we swear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Literally. Yes. So I'll be Damn coming. it. You're tuned to the Jack Henke Show on CPL Radio, and a lot of you are watching us on Facebook Live right now, which we appreciate. And if you're listening on the radio, you're listening about six hours later, because that's about the earliest I can edit this fact, thing. Oh, that's Margo, fine. My daughter Margo just said, right just hat, dude. So the hat ah. stayed. You were, you were worried about it. <laughs> there we go. It's now a permanent part of the show. One Excellent. One compliment will do that. <laughs> yes, yeah. you'll you'll I'm you'll relative. Ride, you'll ride the coattails of that for decades now. <laughs> so eyes uh, <laughs> on me for tuition has nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, I'm kicking it back over to Jack so he can introduce our wonderful guest from LA. Well, Beth, you have had quite a buildup from Jeff. He tells me you're a multi-talented uh, person of the theater who um, led the Cedarburg Children's Theater and other theaters around in this area. And then the Berg wasn't big enough, so you've taken your your <laughs> show west to no, the Berg conquer. I would still be in Cedarburg and not in this lovely LA sunshine. May I show you out my window? Uh, uh, we have, uh, hey, we we have sunshine. It's twenty um, degrees, but we've yeah. got the sun is shining. I would still be there, but I tend to follow my son now. It used to be my husband, but um, my son. Wait a minute, that sounds weird. <laughs> no, he's a doctoral student at UC Irvine, and so oh, my cool. husband found a job out here in this area, so Excellent. we could be involved in my son's life and not lose contact with him. Nice. But they will tell you, I pine away for my days in Cedarburg. I'll be back. The theater is on hold because of COVID. Um, and Jeff is going to be directing Charlotte's Web, which I'm hoping will be on late spring or in the summer. We haven't determined the date. We're waiting to see how the vaccines do and how people feel about you know gathering in a theater. We usually get about 200, 250 guest per show you know that's our our audience and we do three performances so it's a big deal the kids are kind of crammed backstage at the cultural center if you've ever done a performance there you know the backstage is basically a hallway (laughs) so we've got to make sure that it's safe for my babies to be there and it's safe you know for all my uh, parents grandparents neighbors friends to all come and watch the show but we will be back and i'm determined that i'm going to keep my one foot in cedarburg for as long as i live ah Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. It's, well, it's a great community for the arts. It's very supportive of the arts, as you know. Right. Um, so how did you get started with in the theater yourself? Um, well, there was an exact moment. There, there really is a story here. My, my mother was so into musical theater, and I don't sing. That sadly, I just, if I could sing, I'd be doing none of this. I would be living in New York and living on the stage because I love it but I'm not a singer. And um, I decided that I wanted to pursue broadcasting, broadcast journalism. And so that's what I majored in. Um, but I did theater on the side because I know you can also do theater without singing. I've encouraged my non-singing students to do that. Mm-hmm. Although I really wanted to be in broadcasting and I like playing myself on TV a lot. So <laughs> I went in that direction, but there was a moment that my mom, the sound of me, I'm going to date myself because I'm pretty old. My mom wanted to take me to see the 10 year anniversary of the sound of music. And it was in Birmingham and we lived in Tuscaloosa where the university of Alabama is. And it was a huge deal. 
I was 10 years old and she, they were doing the, and she took me to the theater and I remember like, oh my God, people like, this is what I can do. I can do this. And we went to intermission because, you know, they had a big intermission in the movie and I skipped up the aisle to get my candy at intermission. And I remember so distinctly at 10 years old, standing in that line going, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a performer. This is what I do. And that was the moment. And from that moment on, I was looking for ways to do things. I was, I was in the sound of music when I was 10 years old, I auditioned and found a play and got in it right away. And excellent. Yeah. So that, that's when it all started for me. I was 10 and uh, never looked back, but I think the arts are all of it encompassing. So I've always been a writer. I've always been entering writing competitions. I've got a number of, of books out, a number of books coming out because um, I've been writing a lot in COVID and I write all the shows at the Cedarburg Children's Theater adapted for my 50 kids so that they all have speaking parts. It doesn't do anybody good self-esteem wise to play a rock with no lines. So I make sure the rocks have a name and they have a personality <laughs> and they have lines. <laughs> that, that rocks. I was a brilliant rock, by the way. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I had no lines. In a tree, and you can oh, be sure. all kinds of drama with a tree. So, um, wow. yeah, I just wow. want to make sure they all feel important and necessary. And that mission of that theater was extremely strong for me. And I ran it that way and will continue to run it that way. Jeff is on board to direct um, Charlotte's Web whenever we get that out. Uh, in she, she saw me direct uh, once. I, I'm sort of like an Otto Preminger. I have like a monocle and a, you know, riding crop. You will be brilliant. <laughs> have you ever been to, his, has, you've never seen his cinema nights, have you? When everybody's asleep and Jeff's eating all the popcorn. No, but I bet he's excited about it and he's a writer and he loves children and I know enough about him. He came so highly recommended and now i've gotten to know him and i kind of think we're very similar people oh don't so say that i think it's yeah. really you're, you're a much nicer person than that don't you're much too good to say something like that don't lump yourself with him beth i'll send that 50 dollars check that it should be tomorrow so yeah I'll be all right so <laughs> non-theater maybe it is theater related how did you mention alabama how did you end up in wisconsin from alabama um, I think I got lucky and I'm saying that honestly, uh, yes, um, I was in Alabama, but then I met my husband in New York city. We were interning at CNN, our junior year of college. Nice. And, um, I got him to come back to Alabama and graduate. So now, you know, he's, he's got the Alabama university of Alabama degree, which he chides me about all the time. Um, and then we left and moved, we started moving all over the country and I got my part on days of our lives. We finally wound our way out to LA. Um, I wanted to see, I really wanted to be on a soap opera. Soap opera was the choice, not <laughs> movies or film, TV, none of that. I wanted to do a soap opera. Well, that's steady work. Yeah. That's absolutely steady work. <laughs> yes, but you can be glamorous and be a psychopath. And I thought, oh my God, that's just like, just a, like real life. I love it. <laughs> what what, what yeah. part were you on Days of Our Lives? Well, I didn't get too much into the psychopathic field. I, I, they started making me nice, and I was really uh, mad about that. Uh, um, I was really mean for a while, which was super fun. And my, my character was named Mandy Cox, and she ran the outdoor uh, mall called Ballistics, and that's where all the. I was supposed to be playing like 23 years old, 22 years old being a manager of like a Gap clothing store, but I was 30 and we were trying to have our first child and we'd been married for eight years. So I played a lot younger, um, but it was fun. And, but the minute I knew my son was coming along, I mean, I don't know what it was. My mother was like, but you waited your whole life to get on a soap opera. You wanted to be an actor and you're here. And I'm like, but I need, I've got to re get ready for my child. Cause I had this whole Norman Rockwell idea in my head. So I wanted to have dinner on the table and candles and do the whole nine yards. So I chose that. That was my choice. And I followed my husband's career. He's a promotions um, director. And uh, also he was an on-air television reporter. He was a writer for Candid Camera while we were in Hollywood. And he's, he's very funny. Um, and so we, I just followed his career along. And all the while I thought I've got to do something because I, need, I just have this creative outlet. I got to do something. So I started writing. And um, so we were in um, California and we decided, I don't know, my husband had an offer from Channel 58 there uh, in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. And I had been to Cedarburg one time before. 
And I remember very distinctly having this conversation with him. And I said, if you can get me to Cedarburg, I'll go. <laughs> and that was the deal. And we wound up right there on Center Street, just a few blocks up from the theater. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love. And then I didn't know I was going to do a theater. I thought, okay, I'm going to sit on my porch and write my stories. And um, I started teaching private lessons. And before I knew it, the kids were saying, you've got to give us a theater. We need our own theater. And, you know, how do you say no to a kid? I was like, oh, crap, I got to do it now because a kid is asking me for it. And I do I it all the time. <laughs> so I went to see Jean Lambeau at the Cultural Center. And I remember she says, I don't know what you are or what you do, but we're going to do this. And so you go out there and make it happen and I'll give you the space. <laughs> I was like, okay, neither one of us really knew how we were going to do it. But that's how we wound up in Wisconsin. And I had hoped that was home and I felt roots growing for the first time in my life. I'm not joking. And then my son got into the PhD program back in California and we knew at his age, he was going to be finding his person and get, getting involved in a serious relationship and hopefully getting married. And we didn't want to miss those years of his life mm. because he was, he was 27. And sure enough, he's engaged. <laughs> huh. Do you approve? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. They're, they're, they're watching Maya and Brooks. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, you have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I'm glad, I'm glad we're here, but you know, I have such good, good girlfriends, the best girlfriends I've ever had in my life there in Cedarburg. I miss them all so much. We would shut the town down, sitting over at Farmstead till the middle of the night, having drinks and laughing way too loud. And I just miss them. And I miss life there. I don't miss the cold because it lasts a little long for my Southern blood. Oh, God. Um, but other than that, um, yeah. So now we've decided we're, I've, I've spent a lot of time uh in isolation that i have a few underlying conditions and so i'm kind of stuck at home and so i've spent that time writing and we're creating a podcast actually three of them uh jeff there's one that you're going to love it's called podcast mystery theater i saw that yes uh, absolutely. So about that. <laughs> and in fact i'm hoping i sent you a, uh, i'm hoping to get potentially if you guys want to i would love to play it here on cpl radio i would love to play what you do on the air i mean if yeah. just so i mean once you are done and you know however many you wanted to have and you know i we would be delighted to play it here that's for yeah. sure so we're gonna you're... have our our marriage show which is really funny because you know how do you move 35 times in 35 years and have competing careers and still stay married uh so that's that is a hilarious show because it's ridiculous messes that we got ourselves into <laughs> over and over and over again and somehow <laughs> we are still married um, so that's called How Are We Still Married? And then we've got the podcast mystery theater that Ted is writing and both of us are acting. And then I've got the best book show ever, which I'm going to be interviewing all of my favorite authors. I've got so many and so many of my friends on Facebook um, that are my author friends. So that will be a super hot show. And so we've got three. We hope to launch them all in January. Well, you know, the author show, uh, the library, I'm sure, would be extremely uh, interested in as yeah. well. So that certainly yeah. snaps into uh, what I'm we do I'm so here. excited about that one. I don't know what to do because, of course, I want to ask them all, like, what do you do? What's your process? How does it work for you? Because we're all sitting here by ourselves as writers. And so I've, I've written my first suspense, and I hope it'll be out in 2021. I've placed it in Pine Falls, which is not Cedarburg. Um, so just to get that out there because it's a suspense <laughs> and there's a murder mystery. And of course, none of that happened there. And then I have um, um, a couple of other books I'm working on. And then I have a whole series I just pitched. Was it yesterday? Day before yesterday. That's um, a funny um, kind of mature love. So women in their 50s think golden girls and my sassy bell series where they're snarky, funny, sassy, sarcastic women make them all in their 50s and sit them down in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. And so I, I came up with this really funny story of these older women who are all searching for love. And of course, they're all based on my friends. So <laughs> that'll be fun. The attorneys will be what, calling tomorrow. Don't worry. It's fine. I don't know. I mean, you guys are creative too. Haven't you had like um, just like epiphanies of creativity in this time of COVID where I just, I just can't get, I can't do enough. There's not enough no. hours in the day. So that's kind of what I'm going through. I've got like a million books. Um, one of them's finished, uh, four in progress, and the podcast, and um, you know, the, sh- the my my theater back in Cedarburg. It just all keeps me really busy. It's fantastic. 
well, for, yeah. your, for your author podcast, you, you, you should, we recommend highly Leslie Kagan. I don't know if you know her. Of course She's I do. Yeah. yeah. Leslie is actually the one who recommended Jeff. I love her and I love her writing. Her writing is phenomenal. And I'm going to have her on. She doesn't know it yet. So there you go, Leslie, you're coming on the show. Um, I haven't actually invited anyone yet because we don't have the logo and ready and everything to yep. promote it yet. So I want to get ready and then I'll line my guests up. But um, I was a radio talk show host, but I don't, I don't know if you knew that part for 15 years. Really? You're so, so yeah. reticent and shy. I can't, <laughs> can't believe it. <laughs> I, I think I love talk radio more than anything. Um, cause I just love people and interviewing people and talk, being in like your position and finding out, you know, what makes them tick and, and all their, their, everybody's, everybody has a story. You bet. And so that's, I just loved it. I just love people and I love talking to people. And as you can see, I haven't talked to anybody for a really long time because I can't shut up. <laughs> I'm glad we stopped by today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, thanks for lining this oh up, Jeff. God, people. People are here. Hello, people. <laughs> and we, uh, the very important question is, what's your cat's name? We saw a cat. He keeps going back and oh, forth. Yeah. <laughs> that is a showbiz cat. That is a total. Uh... Did you see a big, was it a big white cat? Yeah. A big yeah. white cat? Okay, that's my Himalayan. She never comes out, so that's amazing. Um, her name is Tallulah, after Tallulah Bankhead, of course. Very nice. From <laughs> Alabama. She was a total disaster. Um, everything she did was fabulous on the stage, behind the scenes, not so much. I've done a ton of research on her um, because I, of course, want to write a book about her. Um, and that, so that was Tallulah. And then I have, I have Cosette, of course, named uh, after Le Miserable. Wow. All time. And then... Um, These all sound have, like very low-maintenance cats. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cosette is pretty low-maintenance. She's just so happy to be in a home, you know. Um, yeah, but Tallulah is huge high-maintenance, just a problem. Yeah. And then I have a dog, Lexi, who's on the floor here. And then we have Macy, who's a tiny, tiny, tiny little white cat, and she's over 17 years old, and um, she stays downstairs in the sunshine. So... Nice, nice, smart. Yeah, I can't believe Tallulah came out while I was doing this. That's amazing. Oh, well, she, know, she knows when the camera goes on. You know, where, where, did, where, did, where did she learn that? I called her agent this morning and she said she was going to do a walk on, so it's great. That's so her. Now I'll have to pay her. God. Yes, yes. scale. Yeah, One salmon. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So, anyway, I'll be back I, when Jeff, you're directing the show. Um, but I'll, I'll be back the last few weeks. See, she's not crazy. She's coming to check on you. Yeah. Well, and, and Leslie has also decided that she will help me teach my master classes. And she's got so much experience too. Yes. As far as her acting and comedy and all of that goes. And my, my question is why the heck didn't I know you guys better? And didn't we hang out all the time when I was there? You know, yeah. don't you remember? I was there at the farmstead that night. You fell over and uh, <laughs> you spilled an old-fashioned like, olive. I don't want to be around that. <laughs> yeah, it was my best tie-dye up to that point before I got pumpkin pie on this one. Yeah, I would go to farmstead with um, with Sally Ward, um, who was one of our biggest sponsors at the theater. She totally believed in the theater and just helped me so much. And then, of course, Jean Lambeau and Sue Giamatti. Sue is watching. Oh, I know Sue. She's yeah. wonderful. Isn't Sue even likes wonderful? me. Yes. People are so wonderful. She's obviously yeah. a saint then. Yes. <laughs> saint Sue. I think she kind of is, actually. Oh, my God. She's wonderful. She's, yeah. She's cool. I agree. We got to get her on. Yeah. Arrange that. We can Zoom anywhere now. It's a wonderful <laughs> thing. I mean, uh, you are our first uh, uh, multi-time uh, zone guest here. This is very exciting. So, uh, oh. <laughs> today, Zoomerberg. Yes. So today, Los Angeles. Tomorrow, uh, Dusseldorf. I don't know. We'll see how we can do. Uh, see, Dusseldorf. See we can, <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> see what we can do. Well, we have another guest in the waiting room, Beth. I, we could do a whole show on everything that you're doing, but uh, I would like to remind uh, viewers and listeners that we do have at least one of your books upstairs because I've shelled it before, so it goes out and everything. So uh, yes, it, I think you've got, I think you've got like almost, I think you've got all of them. Got them all. Okay. All right. I haven't. I remember, like they're not really appropriate for kids. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, one of my, my child actors who was 13 at the time decided that she was going to read it. And I was like, oh dear God, <laughs> and I couldn't yank it from her, but I, I signed them all. It was um, Rosalie. Rosalie. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So when I first moved there, that's how I got my theater going. Oh, so fantastic. Was, so real quickly, I was up the street from you in, in uh, on Center Street there. Mm -hmm. 
And I walked down and I went into the library and I introduced myself and she says, oh my God, I think we have your books. <laughs> and so she looked them up and then she, all the ones she didn't have, she said, bring them, sign them and we'll get them in. And that's exactly, I, I mean, a stack, I've got 11. You've so I brought her all of them and I signed them and they all should be there. All right. Beth, you've just been reintroduced to the rule number one from the library is if you want to know what's going on there, don't ask Jeff. He'd be like, I think, I think we have one, maybe. Uh, we have all, oh well, yeah, we do. <laughs> you know, I miss staff meetings regularly. So it's, uh, well, I don't think that you're really the audience for the sassy bells anyway. So. Well, you know. <laughs> that remains to be seen. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. You just have me on anytime. I'm always oh, ready to go and my heart stays in Cedarburg. So just ask me anytime. Oh, fantastic. That's Thank great. You. It's been a right. pleasure. Keep a lookout for all of Beth's stuff that she does. Uh, except Days of Our Lives. She will not be showing up on there right now. So, um, <laughs> all right. When we come back, Wade Fernandez, multi-instrumentalist and singer-songwriter. And we'll be back after this. Thank you for tuning into the Jack Henke Show on Zoom and CPL Radio. And we're back on the Jack Henke Show for this Friday, December 4th, National Cookie Day edition. I'm kind of fixated on that, aren't I, Jack? I just keep kind of coming, but dialing back to that National Cookie Day thing. <laughs> Clearly, we're getting close to lunch. And I will kick it over to you, Jack, to uh, introduce our next guest. Well, we've had the pleasure of having Kelly Dupuis-Schmidt on with us twice. And uh, we talked to her about recommending artists who she felt uh, had the... the chops to do their own music we need to do original music we want to become one of the original music stops for uh, musicians and wait we're always open we never close <laughs> that's right we never close <laughs> so we're pleased to introduce wade wade fernandez and wade you you address your email in a something i hadn't seen before and i listened to it on one of your uh, videos that i watched how do you how do you pronounce it and what does it mean exactly can we start with that um I'm not sure if you're talking about my name or maybe a greeting. A greeting. The greeting. Oh, okay. The greeting is uh, Poso. Poso. Okay. Poso. Yeah, it's Poso. a Menominee word. Okay. Menominee language. Excellent. And uh, thank you for being with us. We're thrilled to have you. Looking forward to this. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm honored to be here. I, I I watched some of your videos and you said it's, uh, you play a bit of everything. You really don't you can't nail down who Wade Fernandez is particularly wise. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your music in your own words? Um, well, I, I grew up on the Menominee Reservation and that's where I'm, I'm right now looking out my window. And, uh, this is, this is, uh, my, my bed is behind here. So it looks like I'm in a professional <laughs> studio, but I'm in my bedroom. Um, but I'm looking out and I see the forest and the, and I have two lakes on both sides of me. So I'm on the Menominee Reservation and that's where, um, that's where, like my my building blocks are sort of for um growing up and um the music here um we have traditional uh, menominee music um so that goes back like probably uh up to about 15,000 years up to the ice age time of the ice age and then uh my parents had a nice record collection um old records you know kind of scratched and stuff but any everything from Otis Redding to the Beatles Ooh. to the Stones Ooh. um and uh had uh then i then there was the speaking of libraries there was the shano library just off the reservation and so i would listen to whatever they had from um they had Joni mitchell um neil young um um beethoven uh lester young billy holiday um and then everything i could get my ears on you know um that's 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 what it, that's where my influences are. It's just everything. But growing up on the reservation, it's also the sounds of um, the birds singing, the um, silence in between the songs that the animals sing. You know, so it's 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 kind of all mixed together, sort of. And that was fascinating. The, the silences. I, I hadn't heard that before, like you described it. And it's so true. But whenever mm -hmm. people in a conversation hear a silence, they feel like they have to jump in and and fill the void. But that's not necessarily true in a conversation or in music. Right, right. It's like the things that are, have the most impact a lot of times have the most space, you know. The, you say a word and then they kind of like have to chew on it a little bit and then they're, they're like, okay, what's coming next? You know, if we fill them with too many things, it's kind of like a, 
like a commercial, you know, um, and yeah, stomach and bleeding ulcers and all these things <laughs> come up really fast, you know. <laughs> in, my, in my real life, I do advertising, so I, I, I hear you, man. Thanks for thanks. He knows for, about bleeding ulcers. Let me tell you. That's right. That's right. I, I, I cause them. <laughs> uh, well, it, it sure is a pleasure to have you here, and you're you're such oh, a thank you. uh, the, the way you speak is so interesting. It's fascinating. I, I, I recommend everybody visit wadefernandez.com to hear you, your music, to hear you talk about it and the different things you do. Um, how do you describe, uh, would it be multi-instrumentalist? I mean, how do you, how would you, how do you describe someone? Describe yourself to someone. Um, it, it, I guess, um, just a, uh, somebody who, somebody who, um, tries to share music and, um, I guess share everything that I have you know, I, here's what I think. I think every single one of us have um, are born with gifts, and our job is to just find out how to share them in the best way. And so, like for me, music has been a way to open doors into classrooms, into universities, and to um, travel around the world and and do shows. But and, and also go into like homes for the mentally disabled and um, prisons, and you know, it gives me. It's been a a thing to get through to people and share something and so that's that's kind of um how i describe the music it's just it's a vehicle to share nice nice excellent well would you share some of your music with us sure if you could just give me um like what time does the show end so then i i can just throw whatever comes out in those minutes we're pretty loose here i mean again i don't i I shoot for a uh, 60 minute uh, runtime, so usually one o'clock I'll, uh, but if we go long, that's totally fine too. And especially if someone's doing uh, wonderful stuff like it sounds you're gonna do, I, my hands are away from the controls. <laughs> uh, so, so if you have two to three selections or whatever you feel comfortable okay. with, please, please let us know. Okay, well then I'll, I'll just, um, and I'll put the headphones down like this, otherwise I'm gonna get the latency from the instruments. Um, so, um, Maybe since I have an acoustic here and I'm I'm at home so I'm not on the road and so I have I have more instruments at home than I can take on the road which is kind of handy you know I can reach over and grab something else and um some of them are underneath things so I can't get those out right now but anyway uh, this is a song that I um um that'll be on my new CD and I I just wrote this one um a few months ago when um, representative um John Lewis passed away On the streets with tired feet, standing tall for love's dreams. Keep the peace, don't let them feed on the earth that we bleed. Love is strong, fear is weak. Just hold on, plant good seeds, stand your ground so child can breathe, stand together, stand in peace. We'll stand in love, we will shout out for love. Stand in love, we will rise and soar above. Stand in love, you will stand fast for love. We will never feel in love or fall down if we stand in Deep inside, 
the sacred ground. All our strength can be found. And that's where I screwed up the lyrics, cause I couldn't read them. But freedom's call for one for all. So we'll stand some greed made for. We'll stand alone. We'll shout out for love. Stand alone. We'll rise and soar above. Stand alone. We will stand fast for love. Fell in love, we'll fall down. We stand in love, stand in love, stand in love, stand in So that's a that's a new song that I wrote, and you can tell when I screwed up on the lyrics. Hey, but um, that's what's fun, I think, about live stuff. You know, yes. you guys are doing this live show and um, being able to just uh, just share without um, worrying about editing. Right. You know? It's fantastic. You've officially made it a, a feel-good Friday. Powerful, <laughs> positive message. That's great. It's excellent. And oh. a true pro. You just marched right on, man. Perfect. Well, thank you for that. Um, sure. I'm gonna put this guitar on, so I gotta put it away from my ear for a second. Okay. I think um, Wade would fit real well with you, Bulldog, because you're always screwing up. That's true. He can cover <laughs> Wade. Wade can cover for you anytime. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the beauty, though. I mean, the the um the screw ups are are um what keep it real. You know, mm-hmm. those are human. the things that keep it real. You bet. Polished, when, ra- polished radio bores me. I like, I, I like, you know, when you hear those human moments, I'm like, okay, these are. I'm listening to human beings, and that's uh, that's why I love right. community radio and what we do here. It's just like, you know, I get radio creators who come down here and they say, oh, I have to really, you know, try to get the show perfect. I said, oh, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's it's true. I mean, it, you know, when I when I go to schools and I talk to kids, it's like, you know, um, you have to deliver what you have and who you are. And in order to do that, you you have to you have to just kind of step up and and just let it be what it is. It's kind of like um, you know, like when you're when you're a child and you need to um, share. A, um, maybe you have a family member who's sick and you make them a card, you know, um, and you don't know about um, how to spell their name, maybe, or even how to spell get well or something, and you don't color in the lines like everybody says in school you're supposed to, but it's the most beautiful gift, and it's, um, you know, and it changes, it, it makes the people better, it helps them to feel better, and uh, that's what being human is about, it's about, um, you know, stumbling here and there, and just getting back up, and delivering what you need to deliver. You bet, you bet. So deliver us another one, please. Sure. Um, I might improvise a little bit and uh, and see what happens, and then maybe I'll work into a song from that. Um, I do have a, a Papequin Kakatoatum. I have native, a couple native flutes with me. Um, so uh, let's see. This one right here is in the key of um, E minor. So uh, I'll start in E minor and see where it takes me. And I have this pedal on the floor um, that will repeat whatever I play, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that so I can pick up the flute at some point. Excellent.
So now I stepped on the thing, so now it's going to repeat whatever I just did. And then I can play on top of it. still playing I could add something like I can try to add something over the top of that together Strings are kind of new, so a little out of tune. When you get new strings on your guitar, you gotta stretch them a bit, and they didn't get stretched enough. I was just about to say that. And then, uh, if there was a chat, I'd read something, I'd sing, make up something off from the chat. Um, I don't think I want to read my bank statement, though. <laughs> 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 It's a beautiful day here on the um, is it a Cedarburg Library Show. What's the name uh, of it? Jack CPL Radio. CPL Radio. CPL Radio. Yeah. On CPL Radio. On the Jack Hanky Show. Coming it. at you live. We're gonna. Keep on singing and keep on playing for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's that auto-tune string. And I'm going to stop that so I can check my tuning quick. Okay. And I'll do maybe um, one more thing. Um, um, maybe on something upbeat. Um... This is another new song from um, a CD I'm working on, and I kind of have a goal of, um, which is really kind of probably un not doable, but ha putting out a double CD within a month's time and uh, without money. <laughs> but I have the songs, I have the material, and uh, this will be a, a this is a song I wrote on a tour in Italy a couple years ago, and I never recorded it yet. It's called. Um, it's got like a really deep title. It's called. Lady be my baby. Because <laughs> 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 um, I, I write a lot of songs, like I have songs in Menominee language. Um, I have songs that are really um, like, you know, deep. But then every once in a while, it's like, okay, let's just, let's just, uh, you know, cruise on the surface a little bit and just have some fun, you know, or dance or something. And so uh, this was one of those kind of songs. And I'll, maybe I'll just do part of it and then I'll go into part of another one and then we'll finish. Let me move these headphones, they're right in the way of the strings. I wanna feel you in my arms now, baby. Only you can turn these charms on, baby. Come and lay down by my side Wear your pretty smile Lay your head up on my chest Now, baby Every time I go away It's crazy Gotta play those on the blues To save me And I'll play them just for you For you, I'll pay love's dues Be the music in your soul Just play me 
I want you to know I'm being baby. You can always count on me. Be my baby, let him be my baby. Let him be my baby. And I'll go into another song quick. This is uh other side of it. And um there's that tune, there's that string. So for the last song I'll do, I'm going to do something in the Menominee language because you asked me in the beginning what Poso meant. And uh, Poso is hello. This one is Suanamia. And it's, uh, and it means we are blessed. And uh, right now, you know, everybody's going through a um, difficult time, you know, with COVID-19 and, um, you know, just a... It's it's a difficult time all the way around. So, um, what's really important is to is to focus on those um, things that um, we're blessed with. Like right now, I'm looking out my window and I and I see the water and I see the sun shining, and um, it's going to be beautiful when there's snow on the ground. But it's beautiful without the snow too. Um, and if I walk outside, I can get a nice breath of air and I see a dog in the background over there and so you know the dogs remind us how blessed we are when they come up and put their head on us or you know or or or, or lick our hand or something or a baby smiles or a kid smiles so whatever happens in life you know we have to remember those blessings and remember that whenever there's a, a dark cloud there's always the sun behind it you know so um this song is kind of about that and it's in the Menominee language um, I know we're a little short on time, so I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'm just going to do maybe a verse and a bridge on it or something. Mm-hmm. The title. Swan me, yeah. Not nearly
Wow. Wow is right. <laughs> Fantastic. I just, beautiful. I just great. floated away. Yeah, just, <laughs> I just floated. Oh. It just caught in that current. That was beautiful. Wade. Wonderful. Well, I'm honored for having me on the show and for, for doing things. Um, you know, we have to keep we have to keep sharing somehow and you know you're providing a platform for people to speak and people to share music and uh, so I appreciate that well we'd, we'd appreciate it if you'd consider coming back and visit us again you're welcome anytime absolutely oh, um, well I've got five minutes off right after this I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no I'd, I'd, I'd love to I'd love yeah. to though I mean um, some time to return so I appreciate that thank great. you great well we'll check back when your double CD's done in a month yeah Oh, great. <laughs> no, thank okay. you. Thank you. What, what, do you have a word for um, until we meet again or what, a phrase for that? Um, you know, when we say, when we say um, poso, it's, it's hello, but it's also like um, we also use it as in um, like we'll see you later or we'll see you again because we don't have a word for goodbye. Um, and so it's kind of like similar to um, Hawaiian language with aloha. Uh-huh. So you can use poso both ways. Okay, would it be, I mean, I'm going to start using that if that's all right with you. Yeah, that, that like would it. be great. That would be great. And our language is um, considered a dying language, so the more it's used, um, you know, the better better it great. is. Great. It's yeah. beautiful. The song is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I'm I appreciate that. Thank you. Excellent. I didn't know when I woke up this morning that I'd become an instant Wade Fernandez fanatic. <laughs> that was so good. That was just great. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Yes. Thank no, you. thank you both. Thank you, all of you. Yeah. Yeah, you cool. take, care. take care. Excellent. Thank you. Well, that's the show, folks. Um, can wow, can that we end on a higher note than that? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was, fan- it was fantastic. I, I Don't say nothing. anything. <laughs> and I shouldn't either. No. Let's that. just say... Uh, Hoso to all of our listeners, and of course to uh, Laurel. Thank you for running our social media and getting as many viewers and listeners as we can. And uh, we'll be back next week with another show. And that was a great. I was. I'm. I'm done. <laughs> Stick a fork to me. It. I'm done. Don't, don't touch it. <laughs> nope. Adios, everybody. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.